Hello and welcome to Euractiv's Agri-Food Brief. I'm Natasha Foote and here's your weekly update on all things agriculture and food in the EU from Euractiv's Agri-Food News Team. Our top story of the week, EU Health Commissioner Stella Kyriakides has told Euractiv that she wants more information on gene editing, taking a less enthusiastic stance on the technology than her predecessor. However, she told Euractiv that innovation in all its forms is essential, particularly if we want to reduce the current dependency on chemical pesticides. In other news, Euractiv spoke to policymakers, MEPs and farmers about their perspectives on the new Green Deal. Policymakers are under pressure to find a place for Europe's agricultural sector in the European Commission's new flagship environmental policy. MEPs are calling for realism from the strategy in a way which also protects industry interests, while farmers remain unsure about how this will work in concrete terms. Sunny Perdue, the US State Secretary of Agriculture, said on Monday that when it comes to food, EU policymakers should make science-based decisions if they want to help European farmers tackle their legitimate concerns over sustainability. A new EU Court of Auditors report has concluded that progress is slow on game-changing imaging technologies in agri-monitoring. The auditors found that a number of obstacles to their widespread use remain. The avian flu that broke out in Eastern Europe at the start of the year has also been detected in Germany for the first time this week. Politicians and Germany's Poultry Trade Association are calling for strict precautionary measures. Having struggled to reduce the use of plant protection products, France intends to work on the development of so-called biocontrol methods, pushing to develop more favourable rules at European level for industry. Germany's federal cabinet adopted a new bioeconomy strategy this week, which has been criticised for hardly mentioning agricultural reform and for focusing far too much on technology. Lastly, Laura Ferreira, an Italian MEP from the anti-system five-star movement, has urged the European Commission to improve access to food information for blind and visually impaired people when it reviews the bloc's food labelling rules in the coming months. Now for the quote of the week. From Pekka Pesonen, Secretary General of the Farmers and Cooperatives Organization, Copacajeca. Uh, it is a big question mark whether the European Union and the European Commission can, can, can come up with the proposals that actually would enable farmers and the value chain to deliver what they actually promise in terms of sustainability and consumer added value. Now for the agri-food news from the capitals this week, starting with Italy, where Italy's government has offered its proposal for an EU-wide nutritional food label scheme to the European Commission in open defiance of the French Nutri-Score. In Greece, the Greek agricultural minister has called on the European Commission to look again at its ambitions to further reduce pesticides and fertilisers in the new farm-to-fork strategy. French President Emmanuel Macron has announced that he will make his first visit to Poland on the 3rd and 4th of February in an attempt to open new areas of cooperation with a major EU partner. In Germany, the state of Saxony is building an electric 128km barrier along its border with Poland as a protective measure against African swine fever. However, Germany's agricultural minister has warned that the pathogen could also be spread through other means, such as through imported sausages. The UK Fisheries Bill was introduced into Parliament yesterday, which aims to give the power to the UK to operate as an independent coastal state. This will allow the UK to implement its own policies and manage its own fish stocks. The bill will also make overfishing legal. In Ireland, 
The Republican Party, Sinn Féin, has said in its election manifesto that it will not ratify the Mercosur-EU trade deal due to the negative impact it will have on Ireland's agricultural sector. They added that the party will not ratify any future trade deals that negatively impacts Irish agricultural interests. Spain's main agricultural trade unions have urged the coalition government to take urgent measures to defend Spain's agricultural sector due to concerns over low prices, combined with a worry that the new cap will result in fewer agricultural subsidies. In Poland, a bill has been submitted concerning pensions for farmers. The bill proposes that farmers will be able to retire after 55 for women and after 60 for men, provided that they have paid security contributions for 30 years. In Bulgaria, annual inflation has reached its highest level for the last seven years, and the highest growth was recorded in meat prices, at 16.3%. Pork has been particularly affected due to the continued spread of African swine fever in industrial farms. Romanian MPs want to introduce new, more restrictive rules for the acquisition of agricultural land. The changes aim to discourage speculative acquisitions and to help young farmers access agricultural land. Lastly, in Croatia, the Croatian Agricultural Minister, Maria Vučković, said in her first chaired meeting at the Agri-Fish Council on Monday that farmers and fishermen can contribute to climate goals, but only with financial support from Europe. On our radar this week, upcoming events this week includes Between the 4th and the 5th of February, DG Environment will hold an international conference on forest for biodiversity and climate. On the 5th of February, there is an EIP Agri-Seminar on new skills for digital farming, which focuses on how to help farmers develop the skills they need in the face of a digital transition in agriculture. Also on the 5th of January, there is a joint ENRD and Copacajeca workshop on cultivating network connections, which will focus on how to reinforce the connections between the activities of rural networks with farming stakeholders, both at EU and national level. On the 6th of February, there is a Euractive debate on sustainable food systems, focusing on whether the EU farm-to-fork strategy has all the answers. For a sneak peek of the news coming your way, be sure to take a look at our two special reports this week. The first focuses on sustainable food systems and the farm-to-fork strategy, featuring articles on labelling issues and the perspective of farmers on the upcoming farm-to-fork strategy. The second takes a look at innovation, cap and the Green Deal, namely whether the EU provides farmers with the proper framework to innovate and how EU member states can ensure a smooth transition towards a greener cap with safe, innovative tools. This week, the podcast was produced by Euractiv's agri-food news team, Natasha Foote and Gerardo Fortuna, with technical support from Malti Kettleson. My name is Natasha Foote. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Music